Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Jackie Middlehammer. Jackie runs the operations for ClearFocus, a financial advisory firm in New Jersey. Jackie has her hands full. She supports several producers and is in charge of client experience. She calls herself the CEO, the client experience officer. What's Jackie's secret? Well, Jackie can turn to Amber Amber Arnold, one of FMG Suite's project managers who can support Jackie and the ClearFocus office. When Jackie needs help promoting and filling the seats in an event, she contacts Amber. Amber recently helped them put together what was called a tailgating social event. Amber was able to coordinate the mailer, the social media posts, the website updates, and put together a few emails. Think about that. All of those things coordinated, put together to help fill the seats. When Jackie wanted to put on a shred day, uh, well, Amber was ready. Amber has helped 20 financial advisors put on shred days just this year. She knows the best practice. So when you hear this podcast, you may be saying to yourself, I need an Amber. Well, we've got you covered here at FMG Suite. On with the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Jackie Middlehammer, who is the practice administrator for Clear Focus, a financial advisory firm in New Jersey. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Mike. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to uh, spend some time with Jackie today going into a variety of things. But, uh, Jackie, first, I wanted you to set the stage for everyone. Uh, your practice administrator for Clear Focus, give everyone your elevator pitch about what kind of duties you have at Clear Focus. Um, okay, okay, where do I begin? Um, I would say, um, for the most part, I focus on the operation side of the business here. Um, aside from all of, you know, the typical paperwork and, and that kind of, you know, account maintenance that needs to get done in order to keep the business moving fluidly on a day-to-day basis, um, I'm handling all the aspects of marketing. I'm handling all the um, the planning of our events. We do multiple events throughout the year. So once I finish an event, I'm already planning the next one. That's kind of like a constant circuit for me. Um, I'm in charge of branding, um, all client coordination, um, and ultimately my focus and, and what I try to, to do best is making sure our clients have the best possible experience from, you know, beginning to end, um, you know, from onboarding, um, just, you know, dealing with requests throughout, you know, their time here as clients with us, um, and really allowing and freeing up time for our reps to focus on what they're good at, you know, allowing them more time to do what they need to do to, to also service our clients. Right, right, got it. So you're really the CEO, the client, client experience officer. The one that yeah, uh, is like responsible that. for that. Yeah, the one that yeah. is responsible for how everyone flows through. Well, ClearFocus is an Elevate client with the FMG family of companies. So 
you really take advantage of uh, uh, how FMG positions its Elevate product and what uh, all of the, the services that the pro our project managers offer. Yeah, and we're lucky um, to really be working with um, a rep at, at FMG who we've been working with for some time. So she knows us, she knows our business um, really well, which, you know, I think is, is a huge plus. And, um, you know, I can go to her with any request as simple as, you know, reformatting a document that we're going to use in a newsletter or as a white paper, you know, some sort of like market informational piece. Um, you know, she'll she'll take that and she'll format it for us with our logos and personalize it with our rep information. Um, she'll go as far as even uploading it to our website that, you know, is also was created by FMG and, and is helped managed um, by me with them. Gotcha. Um, so gotcha. really any request from, from, you know, small to big, she's she's got her hands in and is and is willing to do pretty much everything she needs to do to help us get it done. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, I, I spoke with Amber yesterday, and one of the things about uh, when I speak with the project managers, they bring in such a wealth of knowledge of what um, Clear Focus is doing, but they also work with 15, 20, 30 other firms, so they can, and, and they sit very closely together, so all of them share information back and forth about what's working, what's not, and what they can really bring to Clear Focus uh, is that uh, best practices of what's working and what's not. Yeah, and that's huge because I mean, our us as a firm, um, we're we're open to suggestions always, and and that's something that I'm always bouncing off of her. I'll say, you know, um, we're planning a shred day. This is an example of an event we did, um, you know, back in April. We were holding a shred day for the first time, and I said to Amber, you know, what have you seen other clients do that has been successful? Um, what has worked? What hasn't? So, you know, as opposed to having to have some sort of you know resource that you know, could provide that type of information, whether it's another rep or whoever. Amber is perfect. She's great. The reps at FMG, you know, like you said, they have, um, you know, endless resources through each other and the other clients that they work with. So so it's a huge, huge plus for yeah, us. Yeah, it's very true. You know, the the Shred Day is very popular, and I would say that the uh, the project managers help maybe 10 to 15 firms put on a shred day every month, whereas the individual firms may put one on every two or three years. Uh, mm -hmm. So they really can bring in that idea of uh, what a best practice is. Yeah, and whenever you're planning an event for the first time, there's so many what ifs, you know, and there's so many, well, where do I even start, you know, if you're planning an event for the first time? And even something as simple as, um, you know, in the in the FMG content, you know, library, they they provide simple things like checklists of like where you want to start, you know, three months out, two months out, where do you want to be a month before, you know, the event is supposed to take place. So, so these are resources available to me as the practice manager that I don't even need to technically go to Amber for if I don't have to, it's available to me, you know, at my disposal whenever I want to look sure. for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's huge as well. Let's take a minute and let's uh, let's ground everyone who's listening to uh, give us an idea of the practice. What's the profile of your ideal client? Uh, when you look at your client client base, what are the commonalities? Are they teachers? Are they business owners? Are they other professionals? What give us an idea of what uh, who who Clear Focus works works with? Well, I wouldn't say our 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 clients look like anything in particular. I mean, um, our our 
business and the way that, that our reps focus on the planning process. Clients aren't segmented by what they do or who they are. Um, our, our main focus is really on the person, the family, um, what they need, how we can work with them. I mean, it's something, it, it's, it's really simple. It's like, you know, we find that our clients are just really good people that want to do the right things for themselves when it comes to their financial well-being and their retirement. Um, so I, I can't really say we have a certain type of client that we, that we, you know, that we have or that we focus on, you know, trying to obtain. It's really just kind of boils down to the type of person they are and can we work well with them? Can we do good by like what they're looking to accomplish? And, and a lot of our business is, um, you know, referral based solely, you know, because of that. Interesting, fascinating. You know, as I was talking to Amber yesterday about about this, uh, the approach about what what the what the what the client is, what the commonality is, uh, who does Clear Focus work with, she indicated that the firm has a real sense of community, and and she she had uh, she couldn't really articulate that uh, you had any specific. Uh, demographic you worked with she just said that the the people that work with the firm they do have similar values similar ideas similar concept of what they want to get in retirement but and it, it all seems to work mm -hmm. it does it does I mean we, we often refer to it as our clear focused family and you know we we ultimately want the clients to, to have that takeaway every time we we touch them really whether we, we meet them here face to face or whether we're reaching out in a phone call to you know invite them to an event or just check in and see how you know so and so's wedding planning is going. I mean, it's really like you said, it's a sense of a community. We want them to feel like they're part of, you know, a bigger thing, that that clear focused family. Gotcha. Perfect. Well, I think that 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 helps everybody kind of get to know the firm a little bit better. Let's talk about uh, some specifics with uh, your marketing plans now. Let's let's uh, talk about a couple of seminar events. You, uh, how many? Give us give the listeners an idea of how many seminars you host a year. Um, more like market-specific seminars, we always hold the state of the markets, um, which is usually around mid-February by the time, you know, all of the content and the marketing materials are prepared. Um, and like, you know, we had talked about earlier, we kind of, we like that one because we feel that sets the stage for, for the year ahead. And um, we, we invite all of our clients. Um, we typically hold them here in our office. Um, we like that environment. We, you know, we put the presentation on, on the big screen and, and Matt and Bill, our reps, you know, walk through the presentation and, and take questions from our, from our clients. And um, the same with the halftime report that, that is held mid-year. Mid uh, we tend to get, I would say, anywhere from like 15 to 30 clients for those events. And uh, it becomes a nice, like intimate kind of gathering where people are comfortable, they can ask their questions, um, you know, and not feel like, you know, intimidated in any way. Sure. Uh, and, it, you know, it's a good way to kind of focus on the market information and, you know, what's specific to their portfolios or how they're looking to invest or how they're currently investing um, as opposed to, you know, some of the other types of events that we have, you know, throughout the year. Um, but we always hold the state of the markets, and we always hold the halftime report. Those are two, you know, consistently on our on our annual event schedule. Gotcha. And I wanted to touch on something you went by. Uh, you hold those in the office, and 
is is that to really bring everybody back in, or is it a, a, a better environment for is is it, is it because the the content's so serious, or what what makes the office a better place to hold that than somewhere else? You know, I think that we feel that um, you know we we love our office space. Our office space is um, it's not like a typical office. We're in a house setting, so it's like a very kind of comfortable, cozy feel. I think people feel at home here. Um, and that comfort level is something that's important to us. Um, you know, we always want our, our clients to feel, like I said, like family and comfortable. Um, you know, whether they're with us in a meeting section or whether they're, you know, with another group of clients in a seminar setting like this. So, so we've never really even thought to have them. I know some, you know, some reps will sure. have them like out at restaurants or they'll have it like over like, you know, kind of like a dinner party setting and they'll, they'll talk about, you know, market and industry news and, um, you know, state of the market type um, content. But we've always found we've gotten a really nice response and, you know, we'll get like refreshments. We'll have, you know, we do, um, we'll do a, a, an evening one during the week on like a Thursday night and we'll have light refreshments. We'll have, you know, kind of like sandwiches and salads and people can have like a little bit of dinner while they join us for the discussion. And then we always hold one on a Saturday and, you know, the same, they'll come to the office and we'll have more of like breakfast, you know, type items and coffee. And it just creates a really nice, um, you know, comfortable situation for, for our clients to, you know, listen to the information we have to share. Right. To get kind of that insight into really, as you said, the markets, which kind of uh, uh, create the overview for how, uh, the 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 the, eight, the reps at your firm will then structure portfolios and all that type of uh, yeah yeah. One of the things you know, as I was talking to Amber yesterday, uh, you mentioned she said you guys are terrific at trying new ideas. Uh, she said you are planning a tailgate event in the next few weeks, which I thought was fascinating. Tell us about what the what the tailgating is going to entail. We are we're um, we're excited for this one. Um, you know. We do the market-focused, industry-focused events, you know, a couple times a year, which we already talked about. But we also um, put a big focus on social gatherings. Um, so we have a few throughout the year. And um, our fall tail tailgate, which we're holding at the end of this month, is definitely more of just a very casual, um, social uh, type of event. We're holding it at um, a restaurant that has an outdoor patio um, and uh, – We'll be, you know, live streaming whatever football games are on that afternoon, and we'll have, you know, buffet food and, and drinks, and it's just a very, you know, cool, casual type of afternoon event. We encourage people to bring friends and family, which is always nice. It's another good way to encourage people to, you know, bring possible, you know, prospects to you. Sure, and, sure. Um, and I think it's the setting where it's not intimidating to anyone, um, you know, going to a local restaurant, pub type, you know, you know, place where we're holding it. It's um, it's not intimidating. It's a place that a lot of our clients are familiar with. So spending an afternoon not really talking about anything, you know, business related and just getting to know each other as, you know, our clients and then getting to know us and, and even getting the clients to, you know, know more about each other. We've gotten so much nice feedback from our clients about how they've enjoyed spending time and getting to know our other clients. So, so we feel this event is, is one that we'll just continue to do because we feel it's such a success. Right. You know, when, when I talked to Amber, she said, oh, yeah, they're going to host a tailgate event. 
And I said, well, what football game? What What is the, uh, <clears throat> is it a college game? Is it a professional game? She said, no, they're just going to hold it at a restaurant and have all the football games on. But it's just a, it's a yes. clever play on the notion of, uh, everybody's got in their mind what a tailgate is, but this is really more of just a, to get that association and then have people come out to the event. Yeah. I mean, we really just kind of refer to it as a tailgate event because we'll be, we'll have football games on. Whether anyone's paying attention to them or not, <laughs> right, who knows? Right, right. <laughs> I know I won't be. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Amber was also, we talked quite a bit about how you promoted it. You, uh, you did some, uh, you did a, 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 an invitation mailer. You, you put it on the website and you also sent an email out through FMG's dashboard. Give us an idea of, of what, uh, how you use all those marketing tools and which one works the best in this type of environment you find? Yeah, I, I, I definitely find that um, we try to kind of cover all bases. So we do the traditional mailers, which, um, you know, FMG and Platinum are great at, you know, helping us design and, um, you know, get out to all of our clients. Um, and then we also kind of reinforce that. We post the events through our, you know, FMG dashboard, um, and people can actually RSVP and respond to those events through our website, through the dashboard. Um, we're able to get alerts as people RSVP and respond with questions if they have any. Um, so it's a good way to just kind of, you know, keep a, to like a tally of everyone that's responding or people who may not be responding. Um, and, you know, we're, we're posting on, you know, social media. So we feel by covering like all of those bases, our clients respond in so many different ways. So we feel if we, you know, do the, the paper mailings, we do social media, we do our website, we include it as our newsletter the week before, it, you know, makes the chances of missing anyone less and less likely because, you know, for this type of event, we do want to include everyone. Sure, so, and you and you want attendance, uh, good because this is the this is the in contrast to the halftime report of the state of the markets, which Platinum creates uh, seminar presentations. This is a little mm -hmm. more expensive uh, than holding an event in your office. You're out at a restaurant. You're putting on, uh, so your cost per person must be, uh, I imagine, would be significantly higher. You want maximum attendance. Absolutely. Yep. We want to, um, and you know, like I said earlier, we want to encourage people to bring friends and family, you know, I mean, that's, you know, ultimately what we want to do. I mean, we even include that on our invitations. So, so that's something we reinforce, even as we make phone calls to follow up with people, you know, we say again, you know, please feel free to bring friends and family you think might, you know, enjoy the event as well. Gotcha. Well, you know, before we leave this section, because we've talked about a couple of the uh, a, a general event, more of the seminar type, I want to get into the, the last section I want to talk about is more new ideas. Have I have I overlooked anything, Jackie, that you guys do, Clear Focus does as a marketing and marketing event that, that, that really helps your firm stand out with its clients and prospects? I mean, I think the events, you know, which we've talked about is, I think a big part of it, because even just in conversations that, um, you know, I've had with other reps or other, you know, practice managers for other rep offices, I think the events is something that everyone is always so interested in because they're either not doing them at all, or they have had very little experience in doing them. So they're always looking to kind of like pick our brains because the events is such an essential part of, of what we do here. Um, and, you know, not just for, you know, prospecting new clients, but for client retention as well. Sure. We feel it's a big, a big part of what we do. Yeah, and it takes quite a bit to put these events on. Uh, if you schedule four to six of them a year, 
uh, each one of them is a is a pretty monumental effort when it comes to yeah. putting all the marketing together, putting the event location together, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's so uh, once we finish an event, we're we're already planning the next one. It's a constant constant schedule of events. I bet. <laughs> I bet. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's come let's come full circle here and kind of talk about. Uh, um, uh, one of the things Amber and I talked about yesterday was, uh, well, what's next? What, what, what will, what will the firm try next? Cause she indicated that, uh, your firm was very, uh, uh, not as bashful as other firms about uh, just trying stuff, throwing another line in the water, seeing if you get a hit yeah. on it. Uh, she mentioned that you were, uh, exploring Google analytics. You were looking at, uh, email open rates. What mm-hmm. what are the next areas that you want to explore using the uh, the Elevate tools? Yeah, the um, the the Google Analytics and the email open rates that we um, we review we review actually I review with Amber on a monthly basis, and that has been such a huge thing for us to just kind of get that insight into the volume and the traffic on our website, and you know what drives you know either the lulls or the highs, you know based on articles that we may post you know, on different days. It's been so interesting to look at. And then just a really kind of, you know, juicy tidbit of information to share. We had one instance where um, I've been looking weekly at our email open rates. And you can see whose emails are, you know, are are clicking through and, and looking at the information. And I just so happened to notice that a client that we had met with, you know, some time ago, was still reading our emails. So you would think, okay, this client is definitely still interested in what we're doing and, and interested in the market and, you know, things that might be occurring. So, you know, we use that as a tool to reach back out to those prospects that may have otherwise fallen off and, you know, send a note, send a card, send some sort of follow-up. Hey, we haven't spoken in a while. Hope you're well. Please reach out if you have any questions. And we recently did that for um, an older prospect. And sure enough, the family came around and said, you know, I apologize. We, you know, kind of got distracted with other things for a time. But, you know, we want to get back on track. And, you know, we're in the process now of of working on some of their investments and moving funds to, you know, to our business. So, you know, the Google Analytics and the open rates is, is huge for just kind of monitoring, you know, what's going on there that, you know, could possibly lead to, to more business for you. Sure. The tools on the dashboard, yeah, they um, uh, just knowing how to use them and what the information they're feeding back to you and having someone like Amber who works with, as I said, dozens of firms and sees the feedback coming in different directions, I'm sure it provides great insight. So that's a, that's a great story to hear because the... Uh, um, you you wouldn't expect to be able to to glean so much information from um, uh, what what are what are really would be considered kind of standard tools. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when we first started doing the um, the monthly meetings or weekly meetings to go over the the Google Analytics, I was blown away by the information that that you can you can see. It's it's so helpful. And and what I do now is um, I try to send out a, a weekly report of all of our clients that have clicked through, you know, certain emails and newsletters and content that we send out. So it gives our reps kind of like a quick overview of who's really paying attention, like sure. who's really interested. I think that gives the rep a, a a glimpse into, you know, the client and, you know, how engaged they are. So I think that's, you know, a huge, a huge tool for us. Yeah. And, any, um, and anything far- is, I'm part go ahead. Excuse me. No, go ahead. I was going to, I'll just add something after. I, I was going to say anything that can help start a conversation. 
exactly. Yeah, kind of, you know, help you pick up where you left off. Right. And um, as far as, you know, new things that we're looking to try or, um, you know, like like you mentioned, Amber said we're always willing to try something new. We certainly are. Um, I think the direction we're looking to go now and focus more on is automating, automating anything we can, um, you know, to go through our FMG dashboard. And that would be anything from, um, you know, any of the communications from the FMG, you know, content library that might include, you know, content-specific white papers, um, anything for our newsletters. Um, I mean, you can automate things like birthday cards and, and holiday greetings. Um, and, you know, just because we're so, we're all so busy in our, you know, regular day-to-day, anything that we can automate now, we're looking to try to implement just to make things, you know, kind of move more, you know, fluidly without sure. being time-consuming, really. So Yeah, I think that, uh, that is, what you point out there is fascinating. We, we As I talk to advisors, they... They they've come to really appreciate the automated tools because it doesn't it doesn't prevent them from using a manual tool, but it 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 does it's constantly posting in the background, constantly pushing out information in the background, and it keeps that steady presence keeps keeps the firm top of mind. Absolutely, and that was something that we struggled with a little bit in the beginning. Um, I mean, you know, we worked really closely with Amber on, and when we had our new website done and we set up all the automated posts to social media, um, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn, um, we were concerned about overloading our clients, which I think is, you know, going to be a a, a concern for most reps. You know, you want to stay, you know, front of mind, but you don't want to be, you know, bogging anyone down to the point where they're going to say, oh, I want to unsubscribe to this. This is too much information. So, you know, we went back and forth a couple of times on, well, how often do we want to post? Do we want to post every other day? Do we want to post, you know, every few days? And, you know, we were able to tweak it so easily that, you know, we tried it one way for a couple months and then we decided, you know what, let's take it, you know, take it down a notch. Let's let's reduce it by one day. And all of that coordination is done, you know, with us and Amber. And she just she makes it seamless. She makes it as easy as as it can be. So that's all we can ask for. Oh, perfect. Great to hear. Well, this has really been a, a, a great time to chat with you, Jackie, to kind of get that insight into the practice. As, uh, as I mentioned at the onset, these are, uh, these are the, 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 the true life operations side of the business that uh, financial advisors really crave that type of information on just what's working, how it's working, and really the inside mm-hmm. baseball story. So thanks so much for spending some time with us today. Uh, appreciate your insights. Oh, happy to be here anytime. Thanks for for asking me to join you. All right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we will talk to you soon on the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Thank you for listening to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.